K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a bomb. Yo! Happy New Year. You know what this is. It's the Podcast Dojo. Black on both sides. I'm one half of the hosts. It's your boy, King Kunta 3X. Please say the 3X. It's kind of like a tribe called Quest. You really got to say all three of it. And a pimp name. Slick back. Kind of the same thing. I digress. And the world-renowned, locally-known, universally accepted. Again, 9 out of 10 Dennis. Mr. Be Honest. What's up, B? How you been? What's going on, Kunta? It's cold out here in California. I'm not going to even lie to you. I'm drinking brown liquor. I got a hoodie on. What? I got a hat on. And I'm inside the house. Oh, no. It's, it's top-down with you. I'm, I'm driving my, my two-seater tomorrow with the top-down. Nice. That's because global warming is made up. There's no such thing as climate change. It's all <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> no suntan lotion. It's just all bullshit. There's no such thing as climate change. Right. It's perfectly fine. It's just a, the well, cycle honest, of the earth. I'm on the East Coast to be driving with the top down in uh, nice early January uh, a weather, whereas King Kunta in Southern California, deep in the heart, uh, I'm wearing a sweater, hoodie, jumpsuit, hat, uh, and uh, footies. Do I look Oops though? And to, to be fair, though, in Atlanta, it's always been that way. It gets it gets cold for about two weeks, and then warms up again. Gets cold for about four weeks, and then warms up again. We don't have a lot of really, 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 really cold weather. And the lowest it ever gets is like just at like zero is the lowest it'll get ever. Maybe like six or something. But that's very seldom does it get that cold. Usually it's about freezing around around you know twenty to thirty two. That's the coldest it gets in Atlanta. Like I said, climate change clearly a leftist liberal. Commie. It's a hoax. Plot. It's a hoax, man. It's a hoax. It's fake. It's crazy. It's stupid. <clears throat> anyway, man. Uh so um <laughs> apparently <sighs> Robert Kelly is in trouble. Oh wow, we're gonna we gonna skip it. We're skipping it. Oh, okay. No. Oh, oh no, I ain't forgot that. Okay. Your time I, is coming. I thought we had to just start with that. You want to end with nah, that? Nah, nah. No. We can, we can if you want. You know what? Be honest, because you seem so fucking eager. <laughs> People, <laughs> listeners. Oh. We was ready. <laughs> we was ready. Oh man. Oh yeah. Man, I told y'all, you know, for those that don't really know and truly understand King Kunta 3X, what you got to understand is that if you cut me, my blood is not going to come out red. Oh, no. It's a shade of burnt orange. And my favorite place in all the places in these United States is about 40 acres in Austin, Texas. Hook them horns. Longhorns showed up, showed out, did what I said they was going to do. And Georgia did what George put Pretty much almost all Georgia teams do that don't play soccer. They were <laughs> not interested in the game. Uh, and as a result, they caught this <laughs> foot to the ass. Oh, man, man, man. So be honest, you know, we ain't talked about this beforehand. I ain't going to make you do it now. I'm just saying you let me know when you ready. To hit them high notes right, on the eyes of Texas. So you look, let me know when. I, I think I got it. Let's go. It goes like this. I've been working on the railroad. Oh, you know what? That is very close. <laughs> and a lot of people make the mistake 
You Not their right clothes. Melody. That is actually the exact. You know, I'm Y'all not even stole this. No, no, you stole that from. I've been working on the railroad. I didn't steal shit. Them white people in 1880, whatever did, and that is actually 100 percent correct. You are right, Beyonce. That is that's the right melody. Now, I know the words, sir. If you don't have the words, we can do this next week. I can have them provided to you. That's okay. That's okay. Let me just uh, let me get it started at the beginning because I want to give you all the credit. The fight song. The fight song or the school song? What's this? Oh, the nipples got hard. The eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. The eyes of Texas upon you, you cannot get away. Do I think you can escape them At night or early in the morn The eyes of Texas are upon you Till Gabriel blows his horn Yay, Longhorns! <laughs> Yay, fight! Texas fight! Texas fight! Yay, Texas! I'm sorry, I'm on, I'm on one. Thank you, Beyonce. You're you a man are. of your word. I am. Though you phoned it in, I know for a whole-ass goddamn fact, you can sing a hell of a lot better than that. <laughs> I'm going to let it ride because you lived up to your word. And as we all know, listeners, those out there, fans of the Rare Sonus Network, all the co-hosts don't pay up on their bets. I ain't going to name names. Right. If you know, you know. <laughs> so I appreciate that, be honest. I appreciate that. No problem. Hats off to the Texas Longhorns, man. They did it. They did it. And uh, some of the best players had some sorry games. So that so you know what that means. It means they'll be back. Yeah. If you didn't ball out in the last game, doesn't really help you. Your draft stocks, they'll be back for that senior year. Yeah. That six foot six nigga Colin Johnson, he coming back. He didn't ball out. The MVP was some dude who's like just a dude, just one of the wide receivers. <laughs> he was just a wide receiver, but he messed around and got MVP. Right. So, you know, it is what it is, man. So, anyway, good times. Let's take those good times and segue to some R to the K to the E to the LL to the Y. R. Kelly, man. I didn't want to talk about this shit, but this situation is devolving. No they choice. Get this nigga. What was that? I said there's no choice. We 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 weren't going to we actually agreed to not talk about this, but it's just it's too much on the timeline. There's too much going on. So we have to say at least a few words. It's too much smoke, man. The celebs are coming for his head. Tank dropped some shit today. Did you see Tank's post? I didn't. Shit, man. That nigga wrote a paragraph. Uh, you know, it's, you know, listen, full disclosure, be honest, did you watch the R. Kelly, uh, event? No, of course not. Wait, ask me. Uh, Kankuta, did you watch the R. Kelly, Surviving R. Kelly docuseries? No, the fuck I did not. You want to know why? I don't need to watch it. I lived it. Exactly. We know this nigga did all of this shit. <laughs> it's not news. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, you, let's try this again. Be honest, did you see the video from like 2002? Of course I did. I also saw that fucking interview he did with Tavis Smiley or whoever that was. Mm-hmm. And be honest, didn't you fucking, you know, you weren't you alive and breathing a whole ass life when, oh shit, 
Aaliyah and R. R. Kelly are married. Oh, shit. (laughs) Now they're not married. Did you remember that shit, too? Of course I did. Everybody's like, is that real? Was that true? Everybody knew. Yes, the fuck it was real. Go listen to Aaliyah's first album. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. So what I'm getting (laughs) at, a lot of black, I find that in the black community, sometimes there's that uncle. Oh, boy. I don't know if that's all black, but I, I, I know I where you're going. I didn't say all. I, I just know, said sometimes. I know where you're going, and I agree. Th- there's an uncle. And it's that uncle that your mama, your aunt, your auntie, everybody knows don't leave the cheerings along with this uncle. Well, why? Nobody will ever tell you why. They won't leave the cheerings along with this uncle. So I saw... Um, Jada Pinkett Smith dropped something in her timeline today asking, you know, she just wants to understand why after this documentary that apparently R. Kelly's listens have gone up, I think on on uh, Spotify and other places. Everywhere. Have you heard that, be honest? Everywhere it's gone up. And she wants to know, is it because black women don't matter? Oh, come on. That's what she said. Don't you talk bad about Jada. Don't you do it. She's no, being sir. stupid. I will, I will stop this podcast right here. She's media now. That's why she's saying that dumbass shit. Boom. Hey, Jada. I know you said on the red table you and Will don't really have an open relationship. But if that do change. Hey, no, no, no. Can, let, let's keep it. Can we be all the way real? She yeah, ain't bad as she used to be. Instagram. She looks plastic these days. She don't look as great as she used to. And you can't have those opinions if you're not looking still great. I uh, disagree with everything you said before. Can't still have those opinions. Um, <laughs> I, all right. So back to this. Back to, to Robert, Robert Kelly. Do you see that, uh, that, that it's in social media where he's talking about his mother and the coffee cup. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. So here's the question. And why don't you keep this in mind? Be honest. Listeners, think about this. Are child predators born or are they made? So in the social media post I saw, it could have been the shade room, could have been baller alert. I don't remember. It's out there. You can, you can find it uh, very easily. Um, R. Kelly is talking about uh, his mother drinking out of a coffee cup or a, or a glass of some sort, and then and and then, well, first he says the things he noticed that when his mother drink out of it, she's leaving this lipstick line on on the glass. Then he says, and I'm paraphrasing, but you can you can find this pretty easy. It was pretty disturbing. He says that as a kid, if he were able to drink it out of that glass he would turn the glass around to where the lip stain was so he could put his lips on the lip stain. Then he proceeds to make very suggestive comments about how much he really loved his, he loved his mother. And then he even says at one point he proposed to his mother as a child. I think it's important to drop that here as we start a really brief conversation and I think it's important to, to to couch that in. Are predators born or are they made? Because I, I don't know the answer, but it's food for thought. Yeah. So R. Kelly had this documentary that came out. And apparently there are people, women, who are talking about 
um, who are trying to expose what has been an industry not so quiet kept secret for quite some time is that R. Kelly has, you know, consistently uh, created situations in which he's surrounded himself with underage women. I think the word harems, plural, is probably uh, not a stretch. He's used his money and influence to make sure that he's constantly around younger women. And when I say around, I mean have access to. When I say have access to, I mean be able to engage in, you know, sex. And the amount of people that are paid off, it allegedly, per the documentary, extends to the Chicago police. It extends to the, some of these women's parents. Uh, he's got a network of people that tried to do his in-between work. And basically, R. Kelly has used his fortune that he's accumulated as being legitimately one of the greatest R&B voices, particularly of uh, me and Beyonce's generation. He's used that those funds to feed this desire of his, this need. Uh, this compulsion, if you will, uh, for women who are underage. And so this dropped and apparently, you know, uh, now people are outraged. It was all cool about a week ago, but now people are outraged. What do you think about this outrage, be honest? Uh, energy and, and having it be kept the same way, it's troubling because if someone says that they that they're suffering from something, you're supposed to, based on the, the the ideas of what everybody says on social media now, if someone says that they're troubled, you have to respect that they're troubled. And then, you know, mental illness is a real thing. Even Jamie Mack says that from the No Nonsense Show. However, I think that the problem with whatever the, the hell R. Kelly is going through or what he's saying, it's just too much. There's too much. You could have asked for help a long time ago. You should have asked for help a long time ago. As a matter of fact, I remember people calling for him to ha- get help. The boondocks said, hey, we need to get him wait, some wait, counseling. Is he asking for help? No, he isn't, but he's he's trying to... I feel like he's trying to say that the mental illness thing is is partly to blame for the years of his... Whatever you want to call I don't even know what you would call this. This is... This is sexual a, deviance and him being a predator. Yeah, he's a sexual There's mis- a hashtag miscreant. going on right now called Mute R. Kelly. No, no niggas ain't listening. But no, don't mute R. Kelly. I want because he's gonna tell on himself. You gotta, you gotta let him talk. Why what? do you need to let him to talk? This is not news. Oh no, not a not. single solitary thing of what was said is newsworthy in any way, shape, or form. Right. This is shit. All the adults in the room already, knew. already knew. it. These right. are not rumors. Right. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm troubled with why he's never been to jail. And well, he paid. He got. You know, he almost went to jail in two thousand two. But he was able to pay off a juror or two to, to hang that jury up, and, he, and they didn't get the conviction. I, I, don't, I, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about That's that. That's the rumor. I think that the – okay, so the, the tape that came out, everybody felt like that was him on the tape. Everybody. I don't think everybody. I, I don't remember anybody saying that wasn't him. I remember that um, Sparkle's brother or somebody said that that wasn't the girl, but I don't remember anybody ever saying that that wasn't R. Kelly, ever. Nobody, I don't remember anybody – Pretend, no, yeah, never. Not one person thought that wasn't R. Kelly. However, at the end of that trial, he didn't get convicted. And I think that troubled a lot of people because, well, damn, nobody ever was able to catch this guy. Is he an evil genius? Is he a mastermind? Yeah, he paid off a couple jurors. I mean, the, the jury got hung, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but th- you're telling me after all these years of all this, him being a miscreant for all these years, only one, one case went to trial ever? I don't and think every. I, I, don't, I think, don't think in that one the victim was actually participating with the police. I believe they just had the video. Yeah, because that's his mo. 
I don't know. Listen, the nigga is just is as tr- just as 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 careful as R. Kelly is with chords and strings and harmonies and melodies. <laughs> that's as careful as he is with picking out his targets. Right. So yeah, it's all I about think the targets. Anything, he's clearly mastered uh, the the low hanging fruit he can get that will let him get away with these types of things. Shout out to Jay Smooth. Ooh, let's not do that yet. Let me. <laughs> Why? Because I think that fool got some me too's. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so the celebrity outrage, mute R. Kelly, mute R. Kelly. Tank. Tank from uh, Sex, Love, and Pain. Tank from uh, Jamie Foxx's most critically acclaimed album, Unforgettable. He wrote all that shit. Tank had a very long post. Uh, paraphrasing. We're all very confused as to how to respond to what we've, what, what we've seen and heard. Okay. We've all been inspired by this man. Facts. We've all been, uh, we've all been witness to his musical genius. We have shaped and molded ta- talent we signed after his musical image. We've invested so much of ourselves into this man that it is, whole, it is hard for us to let go. Then he says, I no longer have this issue. I wholeheartedly apologize for not coming to this realization sooner. Ooh. I cannot separate the music from the monster! Exclamation point. My three Ooh. black daughters won't let me. Ooh. Heck, like his three black daughters are born a day, huh? Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, his, uh, what hurts even more are the facilitators around him. His team, his record company, the promoters, the radio stations. There has to be a line drawn. What you Ooh. mean? Enough has to be enough at some point. Who are we saying is worth protecting if we let this continue? Ooh. I choose the lives of young black girls. I'm sick to my stomach. Let me say... Also say this, there are more men guilty of these crimes. Let's make sure none of them slip through the cracks ever again. You are no king because kings do not treat queens like this. That's Tank. Uh, NDRE also had a post today where she also revealed that she is a hashtag survivor. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, Neo nobody cares also about had a is. post similar to Tank's rant. No, nobody cares what Neo thinks. But the what reason- I'm saying is it's now starting to be a thing. Right, a thing that I don't believe Robert is going to be able to control, right? Because um, perception and timing is reality. Yeah, he has not changed a single damn thing he's been doing. A iota, since he was born in the nineties, not an iota. Nope. <laughs> here's the, here's the problem with with um with that tank post, right? I believe, and this may you know women may not agree with me, but from what I know and what I see, I believe Tank is probably the most relevant. 25 plus year old singer right now based on the idea that women that. women really love him he's considered a sex symbol he's got relevant music that comes out right now and he's talking about the things that women want to hear so i believe by him saying that that's a shut him down type thing uh, shut him down uh that's a shut him down i think that i think that a lot of people are going to be able to get on the, on the backs of that yeah, I, I think that, you know, R. Kelly's legal team tried to prevent this uh, this series from coming out. They were clearly unsuccessful. Yeah, fuck them. R. Kelly has also said that he and I both, along with Giannis, both have in common that we have not watched it. Yet the nigga <laughs> said that he doesn't know half the people in it. So does that mean, does that mean he knows the other half? Hmm. Yeah. Don't know. Long story know. short is that... Yeah. Uh, when that media machine gets after your ass, Bill Cosby, looking at you, that is your ass. So 
I think yeah. R. Kelly will be oh 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 in a prison at some point in 2019. I don't know about that, but I do know that it's over for him um, publicly and professionally. Shout out to a Twins homegirl who was actually one of the survivors from that show. Um, you know, but at the same time, what kind of celebrities are we going to have in the, the world of tomorrow? Like, you know what I'm saying? Our, no longer can our celebrities, you know, sniff a line off of a stripper's breasts or wreck a hotel room or crash a car in a DUI drunken state of whatever or fuck a teenager that's a groupie. Like, that, that that's done. So I just think the music is going to suffer too, though. Well, you saw that, uh, that there's another post going around today related to that where apparently Foxy Brown makes some allegation that Jay-Z deflowered well, I'm not going to say I that. Believe Jay-Z it. had sex with her when she was 15 and he I believe was it. 24. He's yeah, a street probably. nigga. Probably. Probably. Are they going to keep the same energy with Jay, though? Beyonce going to come out and say something, make a statement? I think it should happen. If we going to call everybody else, too, Jay-Z, to bring his ass out and say something, too. One problem. Uh, Foxy already recanted that statement a while back. Yeah. So. Well, you know, they probably put some money in our books when she went to prison. Which is exactly what Robert does to these targets of his affection. Right. Uh, so, I mean, well, let's keep the same energy with Woody Her- Woody, uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen, uh, yeah. Lansky. Yep. And, I mean... It's a ton is- of them, man. It's a ton of them. Yeah, this is... And let's also keep the same energy with, you know, really only in the last, I don't know, 50 or six, 50, 60 years, a right. generation has... Weddings where the 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 bride is under the is eighteen or younger have fallen right. out of favor. Right. I just said that day in Slack about fifty or so years. Yep, I agree. I mean, before that, you know, sixteen, thirteen. If she bleeds, she needs. I'm, and you know that sounds crass. I admit that, but that's our history. And this is not in any way to excuse what R. Kelly's doing, but this is just saying that society has clearly changed. Well, I mean, that's what God said, though, right? God said, God's, the reason why she's bleeding is because her cycle started. The reason why her cycle started is so that she can have a baby. The reason why she has a baby is because she's old enough. So, I mean, we got, we got to ask God some questions. We, since you're a minister now, we need to sit down. We need to sit yeah, down. going to air it out like that. We need to sit down. Yes, I, I, like I am a minister. I am, I'm an ordained. I do weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals, whatever you got. How about your boy Kinko to 3X? We need to ask God a few questions about why these little girls are bleeding then. I mean, honestly, like, you know, biologically, why is she bleeding? Just saying. I, I think we know the answer to that. And if you don't know the answer to that, there's a thing called Google. Get all the way into that. And there's um, a thing called prison. Get in it. <laughs> Lock yourself up. Pretty much. Um, so, okay, well, that's that's enough about R. Kelly. I, I yes. think that he's, I believe... Be honest, just think his money is going to be affected. But I believe he's going to catch a case this year, and it's going to probably wind up with him uh, losing his freedom. Let me ask you this. I know this doesn't matter at all. This will be the last thing we say about this bullshit. Um, I recognized the other day that I was skipping his music. I didn't even realize I was doing it. Are you listening to his music, or are you skipping it? Here's the deal. (sighs) That's like asking me, do I not listen to Michael Jackson songs? At the end of the day, do I choose to listen to R. Kelly's music? No. No, I'm not looking for R. Kelly's music, old or new. Can I separate the music from the man? I don't really know. I don't know. 
I mean, it's like Luther Vandross, for those that didn't know. He was never singing to a woman. He was singing to a man. Does that make a house is not a home less than what it is? I don't think so. Hell no. Michael Jackson. I know Beyonce believes it's a, it's a conspiracy, but King Kunta does live in L.A. And everybody in L.A. has sued, that works in the legal industry, has sued the Jacksons or defended the Jacksons at some point. And I can represent that there is at least one young man who knew, who could describe Michael Jackson's uh, penis with extreme detail. I don't know how that happens. Right. Um, so I, I listen to, you know, black skinned Michael Jackson, light skinned Michael Jackson, white Michael Jackson. Uh, and depending on my mood, I might take it out. As far as R. Kelly goes, I won't actively look for his music. I won't. But, man, he did have some hits. If you were playing it, I'm not going to skip it. But I, for some reason, I don't even know why. I've just been not wanting to hear it. And it's not because, you know, I, I'm like putting myself in those women's places. It's just, eh, I just, you know, I, I don't need it. I don't require it. But one well, day. Well, I'm not going to take a moral high ground. The Beyonce is going to say it sounds like I am. I do have daughters. Right. And so, you know, I have an overactive <laughs> self-diagnosis. I have a very active imagination with lots of thoughts. And so when I do hear him, yeah, my mind is going to wander. And I'm not going to want to listen to it. Uh, yeah. All right. That's enough, man. I didn't want to get any, any more in-depth in it. Fuck that nigga. No, but we would have been remiss. Because this week, uh, he got all of this shit fucked up. Yeah. If anything, he's probably going to be declaring bankruptcy in 2019, I bet. He's going to be ostracized, but I don't know about prison. But we'll see. No, he was having a hard time getting, like, you know, uh, Chitlin Circuit gigs here recently and cruises and shit. Yeah. He's getting booted that shit. And so that's going to be even worse. Yeah, I'm definitely not booking him no matter what, but I, I don't know. We'll see. All right, man. So that's, that's Kells, who, by the way, calls himself the Pied Piper. Google what the Pied Piper is. He chose he that shit. Isn't that fucking creepy? That is creepy. In front of our faces. <laughs> right the fuck in front of our faces. <laughs> He's not trying to hide this shit. He never was. Right. He never denied the Aaliyah shit. And her family said it was anyway. Okay, that's enough. Anyway. Right. Uh so, um earlier today, uh I was in the Slack room, as I'm wont to do from time to time. By time to time I mean every every damn day. And I asked for some feedback and for some things people might want to hear about. One of our listeners, to be honest, doesn't know this. Uh Submitted a topic uh, that I actually did want to talk about, but none, nevertheless, I guess great minds think alike. So there's a shout out to First Stally Cat Ooh. for talking about this next thing. You know she's B side, right? She can be B side. That's fine. You can have. Oh yeah, yes, fine with me. Uh, she say that, but is she? Do who knows? Uh, <laughs> any event, uh, let's talk about this tragedy that's happened in Houston. Uh, I believe it was last Thursday, not this past Thursday, but maybe it was this past Thursday. It hasn't been a full week. There was a family, um, black mother, uh, black daughter, and uh, two others. I believe they were black, black, child, uh, black women. They were uh, a gunman shot at the family as they were in a car. Wounding the youngest, Jasmine Barnes, killing her, gunshot to the head, in Houston, Texas. Um, a sketch was done, and uh, the surviving witnesses, including the mother, said that it was a white man in a red pickup truck 
who unloaded on them and then took off. And there's been a, there was a manhunt going on in Houston for all the days after that. Uh, actually, it hasn't been a full week. Uh, and the shooter was not found. And you know, a lot of people on civil rights, and particularly in the South, were affected by this. Been a lot of outreach. You know, the Sean Kings of the world, Willie D., uh, who's turned into kind of a social activist, which is kind of funny, but true. Um, uh, Dr. Eric Muhammad and others. Uh, even uh, Texas, uh, Houston, Texas football player. The Houston, Texas football player, uh, was it Bernard? No, Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins, B-Hop. Okay. He donated his game check from yesterday to pay for the funeral. Damn. Well, he didn't fucking earn that shit yesterday, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> wow. He had like one catch, maybe two catches. Shit. Wow. Fuck, man. Uh, anywho, long story short, so we, we, with our ears to the street and our eyebrows down, have for the longest been thinking, this is another instance, instance of uh, white terror in these United States. And Racial profile. Because of Texas, and they haven't found him. They're not going to find him. You know, some of the officials that were tasked with finding this man have said that they hoped that his conscience would wear on him and right. he would turn himself in. Wow. Seriously, I shit you not. Go Texas. But in any event, um, today, today, after all of the social media, all of the outrage, all the people looking, the manhunt, today, the killer appears to have been located. And the interesting thing is it's not one, it's apparently two killers. Two of them. And the more interesting thing is, uh, be honest, uh, they're not white. Well, <laughs> racial profiling, I said it, I guessed it, racial profiling. They're black. And the, the story that's being reported is this was gang-related. Oh, they believe what? they were unloading on someone from a gang. What? So this is a gang retaliation hit. It's all, it's akin to almost. A, I don't I don't know if it's still a drive by if you're you're in a car and it's moving, but this is essentially that. And so, the witnesses apparently the last thing they saw as they were being shot at was a white man in a red pickup truck, which is something you could see very easily in Houston, Texas. Right. That was not the shooter. Apparently, it was these two two guys. That's ugly. Yep. So how be honest? How they catch them though? How how did they find out it was them? It was the bullets, the like the how do they know? They turned themselves in? Well, hold on a second. Look at the story. You know what? This literally just happened today. The details are sketchy as to how they were caught. Um but they appear they appear to be the proper suspects. Right. And it appears to be a case of mistaken identity huh. on their part. Huh. And they are, have been charged with the murder of Jasmine Barnes. Apparently, there was a, uh, there was a tip about these individuals. Ah. And, Somebody uh, snitched. And that's how these, these two men were found. Uh, they've been charged with mur capital murder. Yeah. 
And uh, so... Uh, For those who don't know, that means death penalty. Well, they earned it. They earned it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so in any event, be honest, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When this story first broke earlier in the week, it didn't smell right to me. I don't know why. I can't say. I'm not going to pretend like I knew what was going on. But something was not right, which is why, listeners, it was not on uh, King Kunta 3X, which is my Instagram uh, for Black on Both Sides. I'd never posted anything about it because something seemed off. I didn't know what it was. Well, shit, man. I guess this is what it was. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, man. You know, you try, you know, you... It's so fucking disappointing. It's so disappointing. Gang violence. Really? Why the fuck could they not see that it was nothing but women in the car when they unloaded? Right. I don't know, man. So prayers for Jasmine Barnes, who went from a victim of a of a hate crime to a victim of a self-hate crime. See what I did there? I did. That was so poetic. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. You know, I read another story where a Tennessee judge said that uh, blacks do a better job of killing each other than the KKK does. Everybody and there's outrage that he said that. My question is, where the fuck is the lie? No, everybody knows that. And that's, what's, that's what is always the... That's what's always that's that's why there's such a sticking point with the Black Lives Matter movement is because people constantly ask that question. Well, black people kill each other more than anybody else, and the argument is that well, it's because of proximity or whatever. But there's no excuse for Jasmine Barnes to be dead. None, none. But in any event, um, normally I'm black on both sides. Me and Beyonce would have clashed just right now, but on today. After this bullshit, there's nothing for me to say. It is what it is. She was killed by two idiots, two murderers, yeah. who were who were gunning for their own for their own brother or sister. That's what they were doing. Oh, That's what they, they were doing. They were trying to kill a black person, and they did. Just the and wrong black person. They did, and luckily somebody snitched on them, and and now they're going to catch this charge. I don't know if they'll get the death penalty. Probably not. But they ain't getting out. Poor, poor white uh, man who almost got hemmed up. I feel like he's all right somewhere. <laughs> I feel like he might not even known it was him. Right? He was like, uh, "Oh my, my truck? What do you what? Do you, to keep it? What? To, to keep oh, it? Oh hell no, ma'am. I mean, I got a black friend. I mean, he's he's cool and all. Uh, to keep it honest, yeah. though, I would have sped away too if I were him. That's that's normal. So it's not like he was running. Yes, away. if I'm driving and someone's <laughs> shooting at someone else, I'm going yes. to leave expeditiously. Yes. <sighs> Let's balance this shit out. Okay. So, uh, remember Tony Danza? Uh, who's the boss? Exactly. It was a fun show in the '80s. Uh, wait, he was also in Happy Days. Was he in Happy Days too? Huh? As a little kid. Tony Danza? Yeah. Mm, I don't recall. Maybe. Okay. I always knew him from Who's the Boss. Right. Anywho. Uh, so, you know, he was, you know, it was a fun little 80s sitcom and had kids. He had a daughter that was played by Alyssa Milano. Well, anyway, the bitch grew up. Everybody grew up. That was a long time ago. And Alyssa Milano is now fancying herself as an influencer and as a social justice warrior. She used to be Can one of my crushes. you hear crushes. the air quotes in my voice? Because they're there. She used to be one of my crushes, King Kutu. She used to be everybody's crush. Okay, good. Yeah. Ayo, oh, hey. See what I did there? Anyway, so um, there's a women's march. 
And Alyssa Milano was invited to be a speaker at the Women's March. Well, the Women's March is being organized by two black ladies. And one of them um, has, like King Kunta, become a friend of the Nation of Islam. (laughs) So, Alyssa Milano, I believe that's an Italian name. Perhaps I'm wrong. I doubt it. I would say so. um, Has decided that she's no longer willing to speak unless and until uh, this female organizer who's a friend of the nation renounces Minister Farrakhan's anti-Semitic speech. Alyssa Milano. Fuck you. (laughs) This is my Uh, problem with white um, liberal feminists. They don't really want to uplift or advance all women, including women of color. They really only want the women of color when they're trying to get them to vote for something. Oh, come on. You're not doing that, are you? Other than that, they're not really concerned about (sighs) the issues that affect women of color. Do you recall the last time uh, Minister Farrakhan, the the Honorable Minister Farrakhan, said anything anti-Semitic? I know this. If if Alyssa Milano were a part of a hate group that said bad things about black people, a white nationalist group or something, then people would ask her, they would they would not support her doing what she did until she came clean of that also. And I'm not saying that I think Nation of Islam is a hate group, but what I'm saying is they definitely use the word white devil. Anti-Semitic, be honest. We're not talking about white people. Everybody agrees the white the white everybody agrees white people are the devil. But we're but she, talking about the Jewish people. But she's not a very Semite, specific. Though. They're very she, close. One's God's chosen people <laughs> on paper and one's God's chosen people for real. Anywho, she, uh, so my problem is that Mr. Farrakhan is not going to be at this women's march. He is not on right. a program. He has no affiliation with this in any way, shape, or form. Right. Yeah, okay. This is a dog whistle. This is fake. This Let me is keep not it real. real. Let me keep it real. Let me keep it real because I was I, I was just, you know, baiting you in to, to argue with you. Honestly, that woman is does not just because she's a, a fruit of Islam or nation of Islam or whatever she is. That that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous reason to not be part of the women, which should be something that they should be able to get together on whether or not they're different religions or whatever. I just that's silly. It, it, that's a very silly claim. And more importantly, and I'm going to tie this back to something else that's going on regarding a, a a celebrity or a person's comments years ago and how they affect today. That wasn't I wasn't being facetious. I don't think uh, the Honorable uh, Minister Farrakhan has said anything anti-Semitic in maybe about ten years, if, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But not really the point. It wasn't really her point. You know, the, the problem I have with most white female liberals when they're, or they're trying to, or their approach to work with women of color is that their help always comes with fucking strings. Um, but segue uh, to things in the past coming to affect your future. Kevin Hart. Uh, did you hear about Kevin Hart and Ellen? What happened? Well, you know, Kevin Hart was slated to perhaps host the Oscars. There was talk But some yeah. old tweets uh, resurfaced uh, that he had a long time ago in which he made some homophobic, anti-gay jokes. 
No, 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 no. Not anti, not anti-gay, and not homophobic. That, those words are that's that's problematic to me to call it homophobic. He was just making jokes that had you know. Okay, I am a person who will say a gay joke. Please don't. No, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere. It's like for the love of God, be honest. Please don't do it. Please, sir. Don't no, do it. but I'm saying like I said something. Somebody said something that I think is real soft. I'm like, man, that's gay. I've done that before. So I those that mm-hmm. was the kind of joke that Kevin Hart was making. I don't think it was a joke where he hates gay people or he thinks gay people are bad or, or evil. So let's that to me is is homophobic. Anti-gay. He's if you call a man gay because he did some soft shit, that's not the same thing. I just want to clarify that because I don't think that everybody who says something that's gay or whatever is a, is is a homophobe. I'm not. Okay. okay, we'll go with that. Okay. So moving along with the story. So uh, those t- those tweets surfaced, and long story short, the LGBT and Q Q means questioning, by the way. Not queer. Okay. Um, Questioning what? Came for their sexuality. Are you pansexual? Not the point. Anyway, they came for him. And so as a result of all the smoke, Kevin Hart says, okay, I don't want to be a distraction. Take my name out of the running for the Oscar, hosting the Oscars. I'm not going to apologize for the tweets. I already did that. Right. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to apologize perpetually. Right. And, you know, I, I support that, and I, I agree with that. And once you apologize, and if it's sincere, that should be the end of it. You shouldn't be apologizing forever, you know, in per- perpetuity. Well, be honest. Who do you think is the most powerful uh, LGBTQ celebrity in Hollywood? Who would you, who would you guess? Um, Rosie O'Donnell? Mm. Okay. I was going to say Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I was just joking. Probably Ellen. Yeah, well, Ellen has forgiven this nigga. And because she's forgiven him, now Kevin Hart has is just, is rethinking whether or not he is willing to host the Oscars. <laughs> hey, it works for me, man. So it's like, you know, it's like if like your white friend... You and your wife friend are, are like partying and you like doing a damn thing and your favorite rap song comes on and he fucks around and says, nigga. <laughs> hey, but it's just you two. Like, All right, man, it's cool. Is that what happened here? I mean, I, I don't, I mean, there, there's layers, obviously. Obviously, Ellen is a stand-up comedian. Right. Or was. Obviously, no, she, she understands that right now in stand-up comedy, there is a crisis because comedians no longer know what they're allowed to tell jokes about. Right. Because everybody's too sensitive about every damn thing. She just had a special though, Kunta. It just came out on Netflix like a couple of weeks ago. She's stand up again. Okay, good for her. And uh, and she's also a very prominent, you know, Gay member of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Uh, community, sorry. There's not a committee. Maybe there is. I don't be. know. She's all the um, way gay though. She's all the way. But... <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when she was pretending to be straight. Me too. But I digress. So she's forgiven Kevin Hart. Now Kevin Hart's rethinking all this shit. <laughs> makes you almost makes you makes you think, was this really a thing? <sighs> I know you have this theory, be honest, that this thing is wrapping up because everybody's too sensitive about every damn thing. Yeah. It's wrapping up. I guess so. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I you know, it, I, I would like Kevin Hart to host the Oscars. Not that I'm gonna, wa- not that I'm gonna watch those shits. Not in a hundred years. 
No, I'm not going to watch him, but, you know, hey, man, yeah, it's uh, got a person of color up there. I'm here for it. Any event, you uh, for everybody we'll black. see what Kevin decides. Speaking of uh, jokes, be honest, who's my least favorite female comedian? Do you know? Uh, Have I told you that? You haven't, but I'm hoping it's Tiffany Haddish. It's that bitch Tiffany Haddish. I can't stand her. I cannot stand her. She's just, you know, loud, stereotypical, abrasive. I don't like that shit. Right. You know, she was on she was on Lowry season salt for for a minute about a month ago. She was on what? Lowry season salt. What's that? Low Lowry. Lowry season salt. You mean she was on it? Like she was on the cover? That's what I said. Google that shit. <laughs> she had her face on Lowry's season salt. <laughs> That's niggerish. <laughs> yes, the fuck it is. Oh shit. Balance that with the fact that she has been married only to a white man. But whatever. Um yeah, so remember my homeboy Cat Williams? Yeah. Uh, many months back, he came for the smoke for Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, and everybody. Yeah. And, and one of the things he said about Tiffany Haddish was that she's unpro- essentially she's unproven and that you cannot name a Tiffany Haddish joke and that she has never consistently told jokes for an hour. Do you remember that shit? I remember well. As a matter of fact, that radio host that he went back and forth with got fired recently, past few days. Good. She was unfunny and petty, and your husband can't show up and pull up and do shit like that. Right. You want other guests to come on your show. Exactly. It's unprofessional. Um, any event. So He said she was unfunny. Tiffany Haddish brought in the new year with stand-up in Miami. Be honest, the shit did not go well at all. At all. At all. Do you have any questions at all? People were booing and leaving. And videotaping. Yeah. Making jokes. Getting selfies with her in the background. While she's getting booed. Right. <laughs> Video selfies. Hey, y'all, I'm at Tiffany Haddish show. She getting booed. What's up, son? Yeah, like that. I mean, it's... Does it happen to the best comedians? No. Yes. No. When Dave Chappelle... No, no, that's not true, be honest. When Dave Chappelle came out of hiding, he got booed. Okay, I remember that. You're right. But you know what? She used the same excuse that nigga did. You know what Dave Chappelle's excuse was? What? He was he was altered. He had gotten too high. So you know what Tiffany Hash's excuse was? I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. She had been partying in Miami all night and all, all day into the all night into the day before her stand up show. Right. I saw that video. Really, bitch? Too. That's your excuse? That's your excuse. Not if I pay my sixty dollars to see her ass, she's not. That's her excuse. She was partying all night and through the day, and that's why her show went as bad as it did. Now, that was not her first comment. Her first comment was some shit about she's sorry, she's preyed on it, and it's not going to happen again. Wait, that wasn't the first. That was the second. The first was, y'all don't have a good day at work every day. Bitch. Sorry, I have to say that, but bitch, we paid money to see your motherfucking I'm sorry. I'm gonna even go a step forward. I'm gonna go a hole too short. Bitch! <laughs> Everybody has a bad day at work. Don't get your ass off the stage. No, what the fuck happened here? People was clowning her. Yeah. Clowning. And see, the thing about Tiffany Haddish is everybody hasn't figured it out. Everybody has not. Some people fuck with Tiffany Haddish because they, oh, she keeps it real. Right. She's just real. Right. She's just real as fuck. Right. Really married that white man, and no, it wasn't Gary Owens. It was a regular, regular white dude. Really wrote that book about the regular, regular white dude abusing her that she only brings up from time to time whenever it seems, you know, in her favor. 
really is shucking and jiving and cooning on some Tyler Perry level shit in almost every fucking role she takes these days. Hey, Tiffany, how about you uh, use your newfound power in Hollywood to, I don't know, not play a goddamn stereotype? How about that shit? It's too much to ask? I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I do. That's all the roles she's taking. Every role she takes, she's playing a stereotypical, loud-ass, angry-ass black woman. She don't have a choice. If she wants to get a role, that's the role she's getting. She's not going to play any sensible person because she, she's talentless in a, in a lot of ways. She's good at playing that loud mouth. She's good at playing herself. I think she's a lot like Mike Epps. I think that... Good comparison. Given a script, they can shine. Good comparison. But as far as stand-up comedians and, you know, a comedy mind and genius, I've seen Mike Epps consistently fuck up stand-up shows. Oh, yeah. Consistently. There's only been one good one. The little baby arm. I cannot think of that one good one. The you're one with the little baby arm sure. R&B singer, dude. <laughs> that, yeah, that joke went on too goddamn yeah, long, too. It went on too long, but that was the only funny stand-up I've ever seen him ever Is that do. the same joke where he's making pussy fart noises because somebody laughed? No, I think that was, the, that was later. I will not listen to a Mike Epps special, listen or watch, because it it just it's just fucking clear. However, he's he's freestyling it. However, I do think he would have done better than Marlon Wayne's on Richard Pryor, only because I think that he has a darker life, a darker reality. And Richard Pryor, you gotta go all the way, you gotta go zero dark thirty. Marlon Wayne's is 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 not a great actor to me. And he doesn't. But, really- but that's in his lane, though. This, he's not writing these jokes. They're going to be. They're going to be written for him. Scripted for him. Who? Which one? And Jesus, if it's Paul Mooney's shit, then it should be fine. Which one you're saying, Mar- Marlon Wayne's? It should be fine. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, Mike Epps. Well, he's not doing it. Marlon Wayne's doing it, right? Or is Mike? No, Epps you doing got it wrong. Mike Epps is doing it. Okay, so then it's the other way Marlon around. Marlon Wayne's wanted it, and he wanted it really bad. But the prior family didn't, for whatever reason, didn't like him, and it's not happening. Oh yeah, actually, Mike Epps is getting it, and Mike Epps is coming soon. He drops hits on his on his social media. I don't know when the movie's supposed to come out, but no, he I got like the that role. though. I think he'd be better because he's got he can go darker than Marlon Wayne. Marlon Wayne's been rich his whole life. Mike, you Epps know, I get what dark. you're saying, but what I'm saying is that he still is going to be in an environment in which he can shine, which is one where he's not responsible for creating the content of the jokes. Agreed. Tiffany Haddish needs to free herself of this idea that she's a stand-up comedian. Gotcha. And instead focus on what actually she is, which is a comedic actor. 100% agree. So we will see. Perhaps this will be a, a change year for Miss Haddish. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't like Tiffany Haddish. Me either. Fuck her. I don't, I don't like her. Sorry. I didn't like Girl's Trip. i never seen Girl's Trip, and I don't plan on it. Yeah, I didn't like it. Any event... Um, which, as Cat Williams pointed out, had quite a few wonderful, brilliant black actresses. They were all better than her in every single way. So how could she not do anything but succeed? I'm just repeating what Cat Williams said, and we all know Cat smokes crack, but whatever. He crazy as hell. In a good, Speaking of in people crazy way. as hell, we are now in day, was it 15? Of the uh, government shutdown. Is it 15? Let me see. It's either 15 or 16. Right. And as I reported on our last show, 45 decided that he was going to freeze any type of uh, raises for government employees affected by the shutdown. 
Now, what we've learned since then is that he has approved raises for people in his cabinet, like Mike <laughs> Pence and company. Hell yeah. <laughs> BNS and I talked briefly about this, and BNS said, this is some nigga shit. It is some nigga shit. <laughs> you know what? You're 100% correct. This is some flat out. First off, he's now saying that he may declare a <laughs> he may declare a national emergency which will allow him to divert funds <laughs> to build his wall without having to deal with Congress. <laughs> Apparently he didn't know he could do that till recently. Oh my God. Somebody called him like, hey, you know you can uh, divert funds if you do call. Yeah, I guarantee you. Yo, Donald Trump is the first black president. I don't care what nobody says. Bill Clinton wasn't the first black president. Black, uh, Barack black Obama. And terrible. Sure, okay. No, like he's the first nigga president. Donald Trump is a straight, he's a straight I'm, up I'm calling nigga. this shit right now. He's going to declare a national emergency <laughs> and build that wall. <laughs> I saw him give with a straight ass, a whole ass, straight ass, orange ass face to a CNN reporter, a diatribe on how the wall he wants to build is a steel wall with slats. That way you can see who's on the other side of the wall. And she the threw other, it. The initial wall he had in mind was concrete. That's the wall Mexico said it was going to build directly. You don't really right. want that wall. You want a steel wall with slats so you can see who's yeah. on the other side of the wall. And shoot him. Exactly. Uh, be honest, I, 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 just, I just shake my head, man. I, I can only, at this point in time, fuck, man. The Pentagon <laughs> chief of staff resigned. I just saw this shit just now. <laughs> how can you not find the humor in this whole thing? I don't know how you can't find the humor in it. Because this is real bad. You admitted in a show or two ago that foreign policy is not something you really fuck around with. You can't fuck around with it at all. You at got all. the it's heads not... of the military saying, uh, I'm not getting blamed for this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> the chief of staff of the Pentagon has resigned after the secretary of defense has resigned. Too much accountability. You got. You got to either. You got to either put up or shut up, and or or resign. Man, you know what? This is here's where people are going to turn on Trump. Here's where where poor white people are going to turn on Trump. The tax returns will not oh, be yeah. issued during the government shutdown by the IRS. <laughs> now I don't know about you, Kunta, but for me, uh. I owe I owe every year. So that's because this is you're actually a, living your best life. That's how it is for most people until they figure out how to screw the government, <laughs> or until they're either either you're broke as shit, and so you get a, a huge return back, or not a broke shit. Let me take let me take that back. No, no, either no, you're no, not no, making, no. You keep it in there. If you're not really doing it in life, then you're right. looking forward <laughs> to getting your income tax return. Kuta I was going to say you're not earning your full potential, of any significance in like the last fifteen years. Right, exactly. So this doesn't bother me so much because I always owe anyway, but I just know there's people right now like, oh, hell no. I was about to get my new car. I like, I, I just know how that, that whole sector of the world is, and motherfuckers finna be mad. Yeah, but what, but white motherfuckers finna be mad. Oh, yeah, them too. I, was, I, didn't, I didn't say... Waiting on that, on that income. I mean, H&R Block is not, it was not created just for black folk. It was not. Absolutely not. 
I, I'm sorry that my, my voice sounded like it was a black voice. I apologize. I did not mean to insinuate that only black people are waiting on that tax return. There are lots of white people Millions. that are not earning their full potential that are going to be mad as fuck because they are not getting that tax return anytime soon. And it's it's laughable. Kit showed me that today. And she's like, nah, you feel like, man, I don't care. We're not getting, we weren't getting any money back. We We had no intentions of getting money back. Oh, no, uh, that section of IRS will be open to make sure that you are assessed, but they're not cutting checks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, if you, oh, you still got to pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And the third thing that I was talking about that Beyonce didn't quite get to is, and then there are the millionaires who right. figured the fuck out how to hide your assets so you don't owe taxes. Right. One day, me and Beyonce will figure that shit out. Until then, we will just be paying taxes while, you know, other people, I didn't say plebeian, but that did cross my mind. <laughs> the plebes. Look forward, look forward to this fucking holiday after Christmas. <laughs> Pisses me off, man. What you gonna do with your tax income tax money? Do you remember last year in the what Slack? The fuck? We, we were like, fuck y'all. Everybody who's getting money back, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and let's keep that same energy this year. If you listeners, how in the fuck are you getting money back from the government? Let me just play this out. So you are giving Uncle Sam extra money, so much so that Uncle Sam has to say, hey, hey, man, it's too much. I got to give you back some of this shit, man. I don't need all this. That's what the fuck you do with your life? Read a goddamn W-2. Right. Get your exemptions in order. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little bitter about this, to be honest, because every fucking year it's the same shit. How yeah. much money am I going to pay Uncle Sam and... Fucking nephew, California. It's bullshit. It's almost and, enough to make you move to Montana and start your own militia. No, me and Kid are actually, white. we're working on being becoming digital mo- nomads. We're, that's, that's our 10-year plan. Five years, maybe. Get off the grid. Huh? Anyway, man, so, uh, so Trump's going to declare this national emergency any day now. Right. Any day now. Right. Because Pelosi <laughs> and Schumer are like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, Aunt Maxine is getting them subpoenas ready. You think she's not? She is. Oh, please. And we're going to talk about it when she serves them for them damn tax returns. Right. I can't wait for that shit. You've been that waiting a long might time. might drop a smoke bomb and disappear at the podium. <laughs> like a ninja. <laughs> What's that? What's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got to laugh at this shit, listeners. You know, we're not going to go in a deep dive politically on this because... You got to laugh at this stuff because if you don't, the alternative is to cry. All bullshit aside, foreign policy, we are fucked. It's bad for the military heads to resign. Real bad. Joe Jackson bad. Enough is not being made of what this means. Right. This must mean that he's asking them to do some wild shit and they don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And the guy that stepped in for... uh, uh, Mattis as the Secretary of Defense, he has no foreign policy or military experience. I don't, you know, I don't think there's enough weight given to what that means, though, because as a as a Navy, as a veteran, everybody who's in the military recognizes that their boss, the boss's 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 boss, is the President of the United States. So it's not like you know the military and, and the president are separated. Like, the the troops, they know that their boss is, the, is Donald Trump. 
And for so many of them to be quitting, even when they're such a high level, like they're only one guy away from Trump or two guys away from Trump. And they're, to have them quit, that's sad. That means he asked them to do some wild shit. He's like, he's a wild boy, ain't doing that. That's what you mean you're not doing that? Not really need you to do it. Uh, I can't. Yeah, you will. Right. Fine. That's what that means, man. This is this is scary times. This is not good. Those this guys, is very bad. those guys have been military in a military uniform for at least twenty five to thirty years to be at the position that they're in right now. They've probably had to eat a whole bunch of shit to be where they are in their career right now. For them to say, you know what, I'm done. Walk away from that shit. That's serious. Fuck it. Fuck it. For them to say, fuck it. And for Mattis to drop an to drop a letter like that to the public. Yeah. Do you know how hard? How, I mean, for him, to, that's Mattis's commander in chief. Yeah, and he basically dropped a "fuck you" letter on his way out. Let me tell you something about the oath that we all give as military personnel. We, we, uh, I can't remember the exact words because it's been a lot of years, twenty more than twenty years. But basically, the the idea is that we swear to defend our country from enemies, foreign and domestic. Keyword: foreign and domestic. I can stop right there. So this is this is the motto. This is the code. This is the mindset. Everything is regimented. Everything follows up a hierarchy. And we have people, career people, who have said, I can't do this. Huh? I'm resigning. I'm siding with my brother. I'm siding with my brothers, and I do feel like the military people are my brothers. I, I'm siding with them. If they're not fucking with him, you know who? You know who's, whose brothers they're not? Forty-five. The the doctor who said he had bone spur, spurs apparently was a chatty Kathy about the shit to his daughter. <laughs> it was a family favor to keep forty-five out of Vietnam. Shocker, shocking to nobody. Right. Kind of like Robert Kelly pissing on underage children. Full circle. That's what we do here on Black on Both Sides. Right. So this was actually, you know, we still easing in the new year. You know, I think the takeaway points from this is that, hey, man, you know, this R. Kelly shit, it's not news. We'll see what happens. Beyonce thinks his cash is going to be affected. Yeah. I think he might catch a case. We'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Um, This Trump thing, hey, we're going to, it's going to be an interesting year. We're going to see where it goes. And uh, the most important part is, niggas, stop killing people over dumb shit. It's a, it's a simple message. It's simple. I mean, it's, it's in defense. I mean, what, what do you even say at this point? What am I talking about? Black on black violence. And the audacity that in 2019 we're still doing gang shit, particularly in, in Houston, Texas, we're doing gang shit. Okay. And I'm not saying that discredit the, the gang problem in Houston because there is one. But in 2019, we still killing people that look like us because they got a different flag in their pocket than we do. But don't we, though? Isn't that what Americans always do? That's the whole ass of the podcast. Let me give a brief shout out. Uh, your boy King Kunta went a little rogue earlier in the week, and I was on a podcast with a friend of the show, one Mr. Nathan Nice. I'm not sure where he's going to drop it, but keep on the lookout for that. We talked about a lot of kitchen foods and couches, but not in that order. Um, 
other than that, I want to say thank you again to First Dally Cat for uh, contributing to with a uh, the topic. And I'm going to ask you listeners out there, get ye into the Slack. RareSonance.com. Ask to get in the Slack. Cost hit, you a profile picture. Hit the contact it's us. Yours. Hit the contact us on RareSonance.com and we can get you set up immediately. I'm looking for somebody to say, hey, I'm in here. You know, I listen to Bob's and I'm here to, to chop it up with Kunta and be honest. That's, right. what, I, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. Uh, also, share the show. In the new year, share the show. If you've been sharing the show, share the show more. Some is good, more is better. Uh, friends, relatives, you know, share it with your kids. Share it with your kids. Share it with your kids. Eh, probably not. That's probably not a good move. What, well, what age do you mean? Because my daughter and her boyfriend, my, my daughter's boyfriend, this is his favorite show on our network. I think 13 and up. I think PG. No. Okay. Let's go Emmett. No. What's what's between PG-13 and, uh, and R? Uh, mature, ma, immature, something. No, there. that's a video game. It's PG thirteen and R in movies. Mm. We're in between. We're we're in between. Uh, we we will drop the occasional f bomb. We will use the occasional racial slur because we can. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty. You know, it's it's, it's pretty sound stuff. So share share it with the kids. Um, you listen to us on on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Why? Because that pushes us up on lists that people can see the show and find the show. Um, hit us up with an email. If you have questions, comments, thoughts, rarescience.com. Put Bob's in the title, black on both sides. Let us know what you think. There are things you want to hear us cover. Let us know. Um, I don't know, man. I think that's about it. Oh, about it. no. If... You like what Be Honest and Myself are doing. And you would like to support Be Honest and Myself and to keep doing what we're doing. One great thing you could do is become a premium subscriber of the Rare Sonnets Network. What that will get you is access to multiple podcasts and their archives. Specifically, The Mothership, The No Nonsense Show. How many episodes you got? Like, like, like are you at 300 yet? 460, 460, 465. I knew it was a low number as soon as I said it, but I wanted to be safe. Uh, You can't get those on iTunes or Google Play. You got to go to the No Nonsense, you got to go to the Rare Sonnets archives to get those older episodes. See how the guys' uh, chemistry came through. One of my favorite co-host guests, because that's a fair thing to call him, is Uncle O-Dub. You cannot get most of O-Dub's greatest hits unless you premium. Facts. Right. Right. I think he's got one show that's not premium. Yeah, man, you gotta if you don't know who O dub is and you and you a fan of the no nonsense show, black on both sides, um you're not living right, man. You missing out. You missing out. He's a national treasure. Uh Baylor the Great, BTG for president, friend of the show. We're gonna get that that part two popping off soon. You know, he's gonna be in he's gonna be out of episodes soon and and uh in the and the uh iTunes Q. You can only hold 100 episodes and it has to, then it has to go off. So you're going to want to archive some of his older stuff. Um, so, and then in addition to that, you get all these uh, premium episodes. Each host on the, on the Rare Sonnets uh, network, almost each host, Kevin, waiting on you, uh, has a premium episode or a premium content, at least one premium content. 
uh, episode where they talk about their thoughts on their mind at the time. As I've told you guys many times, to be honest, and his lovely wife, Kit, talk about shit married people shouldn't talk about. And they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. They're fine. Uh, good friend of the show, French Reginald, Reggie the Goat. He's been popping out premiums left and right. I don't even know what to say. So how much does all this cost you? You access this stuff? Cup of coffee. Your favorite star, Starbucks beverage. A venti size, $4.99 once a month. That's the ultimate way you can help the show and the Rare Science Network in general. But other than that, this has been another episode of Black on Both Sides. Where nothing's black and white. Unless it is. <laughs>